from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by three of my awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators. From the Garden State, we have Joseph Quattrochi. Dave, this is my first time on this year, so uh, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Happy New Year, my friend. From up north from me in Buffalo, New York, we have Chuck Fitzgerald. You know, it feels like I haven't been on this show in a whole year. In just two months. Wow. What? What? Dave, it's a different year. Yeah. I got that. (laughs) Thank you. Kyle, I know I'm stealing the dad jokes from him, but... It's, It's simple math. You know, <laughs> and speaking of the dad jokes from South Carolina, somewhere around the Columbia area, we have Kyle Ostrander. I'm gonna bring out my uh, dad jokes book that my lovely wife got me for Christmas. Good, Dad. I broke my arm in several places. Dad, you should stop going to those places. And Kyle. I want to officially say I am not sorry for the goat comment I made about you on the last show, but it was just worked so well. So you'll hear it tomorrow what? when it comes out. Cause what? I got a little uh, late with the uh, editing for this show, so it's coming out on a Monday this time around. So the greatest of all time. Yes. Yeah. Well. Now I really gotta listen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special day for us today because we have one of our friends from the show, an amazing uh, man that uh, is here today as a uh, winner of a special auction that we um, donated to uh, earlier this summer. Earlier this summer, our friends at the BR Guest Podcast had their 12-hour, I guess, podcast-a-thon, for a better word where they uh, spent uh, half a day on on the internet doing a live show, interviewing a whole bunch of uh, people in the Disney uh, Twitterverse. And the whole point of this was to raise money for a wonderful charity that's very close to my heart, Give Kids the World. They offer uh, vacations to uh, Central Florida and all the theme parks and all the surrounding attractions. To children who have uh, life-threatening illnesses, and it gets extended to their families, uh, siblings, and siblings and parents, and sometimes anybody else who's in the house. So sometimes a grandparent comes along too. It is an amazing organization. I am proud to uh, be a regular volunteer there. It kind of just really speaks to my soul. And we had offered uh, as a um, a prize on their silent auction, a uh, a Joffrey's coffee pack from our sponsors, a uh, Disney gift card, and a spot on the Mickey Dudes podcast. And we're very honored to have Mr. Mike Porter, our winner of that auction, on with us tonight. Hi, Mike. Hello. Thanks. Mike, Mike welcome you. to the show, brother. Thank you for uh, bidding, and thank you for uh, supporting Give Kids the World. We're very happy to have you here. It's a triple win for me. I mean, Give Kids the World, if you haven't ever volunteered there, you should. 
Um, Joffrey's Coffee, never pass that up. Of course, the gift card, but most importantly, I can hang out with you guys. Yes. Well, you are welcome anytime, be it if you pay or not to come on the show. <laughs> I mean, is that a treat, Mike, or is that a punishment? I mean, right Wait, so I don't understand. Did he win or did he lose? Yeah, because I got to pay to be on the show. <laughs> no, my wife uh, called me and said, hey, this is still out there. And I said, for all you that know Florence Porter, and I said, go for it. It's got Florence, me written all over it. Florence just wanted some time alone tonight. <laughs> <laughs> She's got like at least an hour of quiet now while Mike does the podcast. Oh, at least, well, yeah. At, There's at no games on, so uh, yeah, they are already over. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I don't think any of our teams are in the playoffs. So. <laughs> uh, no, no. Yeah, until the actual uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I just don't care about the NFL anymore. When um, my boxes come out, then I'll care. But aside from that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Listen, Dave, just drive across state lines, come into New Jersey where sports gambling is legal, and you'll make your Sundays a lot more uh, entertaining. Interesting. I don't... I still sports gamble either which way, but we won't talk about that. Okay. Let's not break any laws in the show. Mm -hmm. No. Dave's playing the numbers. (laughs) I got a guy. (laughs) I know a guy. I know several guys, actually, but that's another story for another time. And with that, let's have a word from our sponsors. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's coffee and tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Okay, well, gentlemen, this is a uh, second show in a uh, series that we're doing on uh, on the holidays, and in this case, New Year's. So last week, uh, well, actually Monday, because uh, my schedule just got really crazy and I couldn't finish the uh, editing in time, uh, we 
put out our uh, year in review from 2018. And now for today, we'd like to officially say again, Happy New Year from the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Today we're going to look ahead to 2019. Obviously, there's something big coming on the uh, horizon. And I don't want to make the show just specifically about that. We have other things that we kind of are looking forward to in that way. But today is a discussion of what we're looking forward to in, in Walt Disney theme parks in the year 2019. So... Before we do that, let's talk about some pertinent news. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, January 6th. And as of this morning, Disneyland tickets have been raised. Uh, I have some numbers here from Undercover Tourist. Um, as of Sunday, January 6th, t- t- ticket prices went up 5 to 11% depending on specific ticket. Annual passes went up by... 8% to 23%, with the Premier Passport, the one that includes both Disney World and Disneyland, now a whopping $2,012.34. So, obviously, with t- we knew ticket prices were going to go up, because ticket prices go up all the time. And in this way... 5 to 11%. All right, for a day ticket for with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, they want to kind of uh, mitigate crowds a bit, so it makes sense that they're going to make the tickets more expensive, maybe price some people out. The annual passes at Disneyland, though, are, that's, just, that's just criminal. What they're trying to do is they're trying to keep the locals out of the park because they feel uh, Disneyland is the locals' park. They come, they hang out for the day. Sometimes that... Sometimes Disney uh, corporate basically says, you know, they really don't pay much money when they're in the parks and everything. And they offer, they offer so many of these tickets with blackout dates because they just don't want them, I guess, for a better term, littering their parks. And they, they want to keep the crowds down. So here, what they're really trying to do is tell people, hey, you know, we don't want you. I have no problem with Disney every year. Raising prices, it is what it is. Uh, they have to they have to pay for their overhead sometime, and they've been giving us some really good things lately. And that's how they paid. To, that's how they uh, end up doing it. They need money to be able to do it, so they have to make a profit. And I understand that, but this just uh, doesn't sit right with me, and it kind of makes me nervous to see what they're going to do uh, next month because traditionally. Mid-February, they always raise the prices anyway for uh, Walt Disney World. So I would recommend if you are going to be buying any tickets, uh, buy them now. And kind of, they'll, they'll uh, honor the old prices. Anybody want to add to this? I think it's indicative of what is to come for Walt Disney World once... Um, we get closer to our annual price increase. I mean, we already went to the seasonal pricing, seasonal daily pricing, basically. But I, I really do think that the price increase is going to be astronomical. I think that's the word that I saw used first this morning when uh, the price increase got announced. But like you had said, Dave, Disneyland is a locals park. Um, it's not really as heavily driven by tourism as Walt Disney World. So in order to 
prevent what will be <sighs> disastrous results once Galaxy's Edge opens up. Um, I, I think this is what they have to do. Uh, otherwise, you're, you're not going to be able to get into the park, let alone Galaxy's Edge. I mean, the rest of the park will be empty, and there'll be a nine-hour wait for Galaxy's Edge, and the park will be at capacity. Anybody else? I, I just look at the numbers, Dave, where... I'm just looking at the Premier Pass. Was it the Premier Pass? It's both coasts. Is that what it was called? I was yes. That. Yeah. Then it's over to almost 2100 hours yep. for... <laughs> yeah, just got my DVC bill for 180 points. Grand Saratoga, it's fine. Uh, for almost 1100 hours. I'm like, that's almost two years of my DVC dues for a one year, you know, pass on both coasts. It's just crazy. I mean, like, I'm just saying, because I know they've raised that that price. That's yeah, part of the, the price increase, not just for the you know regular annual passes for Disneyland, but for the premier passes, and just crazy where it's going to. But yeah, I think it's all Star Wars driven. I think that even and Chuck's right, even the crowds that we've seen in Walt Disney World over Christmas this year, like I was, it was it was almost entertaining, like seeing how crowded that that place could get, and it, it, it's going to come to Walt Disney World where they're going to they are going to raise prices because of Galaxy's Edge and all the other new things that are coming. So yeah, you just scratch your head. I mean, it's capitalism. It is what it is, and until you know, it gets to the point where people stop going, they'll stop that trend. But right now, yeah, it's just like, wow. I'm, I feel bad for the people of Southern California because as a Florida annual pass holder, if my price annual pass kept going up and up and up and up, I would just be pulling my hair out. So for people out on the West Coast, I feel for you guys. They also raise the uh, military price. They have special pricing for the military there in California, and they raise that another $14 too. And uh, having, I mean, the, the, they give awesome discounts to the military, so it's really not much to really talk about, but uh, they did raise it. Now, Mike, does Florence have a pass for both coasts or no? She did. Okay. She's not renewing the Disneyland one. Okay, because I remember when we were in Hawaii, she was, I, I believe she was mentioning about trying to get the last days of it, at least her annual pass for Disneyland. I don't know if she had both or not, but... I definitely say at that price point, you want to get every single day out of it possible. You know, if you're paying yeah. that, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of money. Just too rich for our blood right now. I mean, as far as the cost, it's probably too rich for most people's blood. I mean, what, what's the premier day or Joe, you said 2100 after tax, S something like that. Right. Dave was, you said it was 2100 to 2000. I mean, on, just call it 2100. Let me double check. I don't think it was, I don't think it was that high. Well, it uh, wasn't that high, but I don't think it. Included yeah, no, the it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't near twenty-one. It was two thousand twelve dollars and thirty-four cents. So that's still two thousand dollars yes. for something that you're not going to use every day of the year. Exactly. This is true. I mean, I guess you have to do the if you're going to be going the boat, then you're going to be going the boat extensively. I guess you have to do the math and see what the prices of the tickets are. And oh, speaking of, you know. Touring plans used to do that, right? Where they told you what the uh -huh. the break-even point on the AP was. Yep. I wonder what it is now for that Premier Passport. It used to be like 10, 10 days, wasn't it? Or over 10 days? Yeah, that days? was 10 days or 10, 10 plus days for the Walt Disney World Pass um, to justify it, I think. I know for a regular Walt now Disney 12. now, it's 11 days, I believe. But Okay, so uh, more than 11 or 11 plus? I think 11 plus. Okay, so oh. greater than or equal to 11. Yes. But I wonder what it is now with that premiere. Like $2,000? Yeah. 
That's a lot of money. Now, you see, I used I used to have a premiere. Uh, when I first started the whole run, run Disney thing, I wanted to run every race in, the, in a year. So I actually had a premiere annual pass, and I basically uh, ended up uh, saving money on the deal by getting it. I didn't pay that much. I think it was like... I think it was like fourteen hundred when I did it, or something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't definitely that high, or something like that. But I actually did the math as far as what would work for me for uh, for uh, Florida, what would work for me for California, and I made sure that I got my money's worth from that pass and got a few more days in both parks to really say that hey. Yeah, this was this was a decent investment that ended up saving me money in the long run. So it was nice to have, but then after a while, I had to let it lapse. I kept I I kept uh, my uh, Disney World one. Later on, I did have an opportunity to get a uh, another Disneyland annual pass because I was going to uh, California for a few times. But I got like one of the lowest passes that they'll sell tourists. With blackout dates, it just worked out that my my uh, dates were not around any of the blackout date days, so mm-hmm. it worked to my it worked to my advantage to actually go and upgrade to the uh, premiere at that point. It didn't make much sense because I had like three months left on my uh, Disney Disney World annual pass, and they wouldn't have prorated it. So it actually made sense for me to go out and buy the lower pass with the blackout dates, and I saved money that way. Well, I guess I guess this is a lesson. It could always be worse on the East Coast, for now. Well, maybe we should re, re- uh, discuss this in about a month and a half because I feel like this is com- maybe even not even a month and a half, a month and a week. It's at this point. Because, February. Yeah. Is that when the next price increase is coming, Mike? Usually February, February is when they come through for uh, Florida. Yeah. And then everybody on the internet complains, I'm not going anymore, I'm done, I'm not going, and everybody still comes at this point. It's like, okay, you know, shut up already. <laughs> Death taxes and ticket increases exactly, always guaranteed. Of course. Right. Yeah. yeah, except now they're uh, twice a year instead of just once. They did it twice um, last year? Yeah, yeah, because Disney World on February 11th, 2018 uh, had their increase, and then they did that daily seasonal pay by day thing in I want to say October okay yeah and Where at the point they had already upgraded up my annual pass so I didn't pay attention well not not yeah, up, just I renewed had, renewed it I actually I downgraded just purchased our annual passes I <coughs> I purchased the vouchers and I basically said thank god because that would have I mean it wasn't a terrible increase but still with mine, I have any a, extra money. Is. I have a platinum annual pass that has no blackout dates. Ooh. That's the only thing I can get as a non-Florida resident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the same thing. I have the same thing. But so, uh, I dropped. are gonna give you a hard time, Dave. But we have the same pass. I I dropped the uh, water parks. I had the water parks last year, and I did use it. I did go to the water parks a few times with friends, but it just worked out better this time, budgeting-wise, to just not have the water parks. Yeah, because you're not living in New York, Dave. You're not going to go to the water parks all that often. Yeah. Well, there I was. I was spending more time in Florida then, so it actually worked out that I actually did go to the water right. parks. So I actually made on the deal with that one at, at that year. But just this year, I just knew that they wouldn't be visited, so it just made no sense to pay for them. 
So just to go to what Mike said real quick, he, Mike, you said February is what you had heard? Yeah. So I looked back at uh, the 2018 price increase, and that occurred on February 11th of 2018. So Great Valentine's Day gift for everybody. It's an, it's an even money <laughs> bet that it's going to be the 10th or the 17th this year. Chuckles, um, I wouldn't be surprised you get it in February, like you're saying, and like Mike mm-hmm. said, and I wouldn't be surprised you get it in August, October. September. Or, oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, it's Galaxy's Edge is, uh, was it, end of fall, which is like December. Actually, now, actually fall, now they, they're, late fall. they're not saying they're not saying late fall anymore. If you watch the Disney uh, Parks uh, Parade, it just says fall now. Oh, yeah. Hmm. They want everybody to just start booking stuff. Because I thought yeah, late fall would be something like technically you can go to you can go to December twentieth and it's still fall because winter starts on the twenty first. You can technically go and put it right a couple days before Christmas and it's still late fall and they're, they're still kind of within their legal rights because they just that's what they just said. So hey Dave, imagine if they just said they did go with quote unquote late fall, which is like they just said it was the end of December, right? Imagine Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend 2020. Uh, I don't think you need to imagine that. I think I just, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So Galaxy's Edge is open for two weeks, and you're going to you'll have Marathon Weekend. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, I might have to take a year off next year. Well, that's the thing. I'm going to be living down there by then, and Thank I don't intend. God. I don't intend to actually be going to. I don't think I'm going to be able to get into Galaxy's Edge for a very long time. You know. If, because because I'm uh, going to be a local, I'm not going to be staying on. I might, if I can get a last minute uh, reservation, I might make one for one night and everything, and then make uh, fast passes sixty days out. But I don't think I'm going to be able to get any uh, Star Wars fast passes thirty nope. days out. You know, so yeah, but you'll end up. You know, dude, like as somebody who lives, you know, I still live. I have a house down there, but like when you, and you'll be even closer than you know I am in, in Daytona, but like. Um, you'll find a day when like it's been open for a little bit and it's like rainy or whatever and it's kind of crappy out and you'll like sneak in like late afternoon and it won't be that bad. You know what I'm saying? You'll find a day like that. You'll if you're not working and you just kind of get in the park that day and then you'll you'll get in. You'll find like you'll find a sweet spot somewhere where it's like in between like a Tuesday and I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But you'll have that opportunity just to get in and out and. If it's like a, you know, one of those kind of days, so I think you'll be surprised. I'm sure I'll do like a two-hour wait one time for each ride because I did stand on the Pandora line for two hours once just to kind of really look at the scenery. But I don't uh, think it's going to be something that I'm going to be hitting up much often. So I am looking for. So since we're already on this topic already, we might as well just. Uh, discuss star wars before we talk about everything else so uh one thing i'm really looking forward to with star wars being open is uh less lines and less crowds in pandora true no. yeah it's a good point for like six seven months yeah not least. even just pandora but everything yeah this is true actually <laughs> and there will be a actual path between toy story land and everything else and toy story land won't be a darn dead end you gotta turn around and go back that's, that's uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that became an exit only er, yeah Wait, I, so, I, I read on no, I'm sorry it says we know exit at all just in, in, in one way and out the other way the, no the what I'm time. thinking what I'm thinking is, is there's gonna be yeah, yeah 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 there's gonna be an entrance uh probably through the old Pixar place Corp. yeah 
the courtyard mm -hmm. uh, will be the entrance to Galaxy's Edge, and then they'll dump you out into Toy Story Land. Yeah. So it'll be at least two entrances this time instead of one. Uh, yeah, I guess, but you're not going to be able to get into that second one. Ugh. Man, because that, right, even right now, even though it's not as busy, I went down, went down <coughs> there summertime and trying to get in and out of, of uh, <clears throat> Toy Story Land is horrendous. Yeah. I have a funny <laughs> feeling that right from when you walk in, that little, uh, that little statue of Mickey that's um, on that little pin tra print trading stand when you walk in. I okay. see, like, America. the first couple of days oh, yeah. of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge open. I see the lines going all the way down to there. Up Hollywood Boulevard, pat, uh, and just straight in and then past the theater, straight down through Pixar Place, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. Hey, hey, Dave, I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine. We were talking about, you know, Galaxy's Edge and all stuff, and he compared, and this is, I think this was a brilliant comparison. <clears throat> he compared Hollywood Studios to a heart, and he compared the ways in and out of Galaxy's Edge like an artery, and he said it's going to be like a clogged artery, oh, yeah. like somebody's having a heart attack. Like, it's going to be like, you can't get through, like, this, the one way, the one artery is going to be completely clogged. <laughs> You know, there's gonna be a heart attack, but you'll, you know, but all the other ones will be moving. Like I was like, wow, that's actually an interesting way of putting it. But yeah, you're probably exactly 100% right. That's what it's gonna be. That one section's gonna block up the whole park. Like you won't be able to move around because of it. Here's a question: Do you guys think that they're gonna make it a premium ticket? No. Uh, no. no. Okay. No. Now I see it. Like, those morning magic hours they have. Yes. Yep. I could see that one being like they'll have like Toy Story Land for I don't know hundred dollars, but then Star Wars Land is going to be two hundred dollars. Kyle, you I took guess... the took it right out of my mouth, man. They're gonna they gotta do parties like you can't believe extra. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be so, two fifty yeah. at least. Now, yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Now, Kyle, yes. with a family of four, is this mm -hmm. something that you would actually pay for if they did something like that? Yes. Okay. What? Maybe yeah. You're a diehard, yeah. brother. Well, that's that's, that's, what, that's what I mean. Because he, he is that he, he is a diehard Star, yeah, Star Wars fan. Yeah. Me personally, as a Star Wars fan, I would, would do it. But you know what, though, Dave? If they had a NASCAR land, like I would, I would do it. Like, you mean Richard like, Petty driving experience? I've done that oh. already. I've done that three times. But no, no seriously, like I love NASCAR that much. If they had something like that, I would probably pay it too. So I, I kind of understand where Kyle was coming from. Where he's like, yes, I love this 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 series. I love this. I'm gonna yes, whatever it is, I'll do it. So I, I totally get it because I would do it too. Now but the wife I'm, and I, but I'm also a single person. I'm not doing it with yeah. a family of four. Mike, Mike, would you do it? Um, Somebody goes a lot. You and Florence go quite. I know Florence goes a lot. But... I, I I think I'd probably do it because Florence would do it. I know we were just talking about the the extra hours, and she said she'd pay the hundred or hundred and twenty that it is right now i guess it was 80 because uh, um, everybody that has done it has raved about it i'd probably do it if they kept the crowd to a minimum just to get a chance to ride whatever's going to be over there but um tough one to swallow though uh i this is a hard pass for me uh, regardless of the price i don't care if it's 50 well all right maybe 50 dollars um but it's not going to be. i i can't imagine wanting to spend that much money to go see uh galaxy's edge 
when I'm not really the world's biggest Star Wars guy. But with that being said, Dave or Jim, someone, Dave, you said that <laughs> you could really see them the line for Galaxy's Edge extending to Crossroads of the World. Yes. So I'm going to throw an, an interesting monkey wrench into that. Star Wars Launch Bay, which has natural queuing space because that's what it was for the longest time, could very easily be converted. Because why are you going to need Launch Bay this if is you true. have Galaxy's Edge? This is true. So you can run the line. I'm, I'm actually looking at uh, the aerial view on the map right now. You can run the line from basically baseline down commissary lane up through the hidden Mickey um, into animation courtyard. Oh, wow. <laughs> and into galaxies at, or into uh, launch bay. And then you can have your switchbacks over there because why are you going to need I think if they no, would... someone's going to have to Skype that for me because I'm not going to get near it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, every Disney World blogger or, or vlogger is going to be there every day, yeah, you know. True. You know what? You could actually run that line down from Tap House over to the sound studio around Echo Lake all the way across the path over towards Starring Rolls. Back up to uh, the center. St man, then you're going to run into issues with that, you know, thrice daily parade. Well, March. I guess we could call it a parade. Yeah, but is, that, is that going to continue now? Why would you have the march down? Um, I, yeah, I guess that's the same Hollywood question. Boulevard. Dude, Why would once, you do that? Once Star breaking, Wars lands opens, all the parades are going to go breaking, away. You're breaking the fourth wall. So you're breaking, you know. You would have it march through Galaxy's Edge, right? I mean. Yeah, you almost think that you would, but. Launch Bay looks like a very attractive queuing space right now to me. So, Kyle, how would you feel about that if you saw the march going down Hollywood Boulevard when you have Galaxy's Edge? It's supposed to be this, this you know, totally inclusive experience. Dude, I think once Star, once Galaxy's Edge opens, uh, Launch Bay is done, uh, the march is done, and instead of going, hey, instead of instead of marching away from it and say, hey, follow me to Star Wars Land. Yeah, I think I think all Star Wars related stuff in the parks beside Galaxy's Edge can be done. That's fine. You know, it's possible too that they could even. Um... No, that wouldn't work. I was thinking that they can take you back behind Fantasmic, the backstage. Uh... There's like a there's like a breezeway pass through and everything. They can make people queue up that way too. <laughs> Let's be honest, there's, they're going to close for capacity within minutes yep. of park mm -hmm. I wouldn't I, be surprised, I be surprised. they have a pre-queue where they're like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because you have annual pass holders trying to get in on their own line and like, I'm going to get in first. And, you know, they guess trying to get in. It's, yeah, it's going to be I, interesting. I'm it's going to be I'm like all... Black Friday at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably have like, you know, pre-queue is like, hey, you walk up to Hollywood Studios, like, you go into the park or, or uh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they have, like, a pen and there's somebody with a clicker going, chuk, 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 you know, and this is, this is, you know, before they even say, listen, we're already at capacity, we haven't opened the gates yet. So, what if they 
This has obviously turned into the Star Wars operational and logistics nightmare. I would love to be podcast. a fly on the wall. For those I, meetings, I, tell me you wouldn't want to be a fly on the wall for those logistical meetings. Listen, but I the, deal with that at work. Can't, it can't it's terrible. understand language. How do we know that, Kyle? I don't know. Have you spoken with the flies lately? Kyle. Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. can't flies. do it, so leave me alone. The great Mitch Hedberg. Kyle, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. So there is the alternative that if Toy Story Lands become Toy Story Land becomes the dump off point of Galaxy's Edge, that this anticipated and I use that word loosely decrease in crowds for that area will actually not occur and they will increase because people will be coming coming right from Galaxy's Edge into Toy Story Land. I think you're right. They're going to walk right out there and stop. For the same reason that you get fluctuations in the living with the land weight anytime a sh- Soren show dumps out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, that's the exact reason that they moved living with the land to a top tier fast pass. There you go. Huh. I thought they moved to a top here because our friend question. Mike Purcell did the audio for it. So. Here's a question with that. Will they well, now um, dump all the uh, other top tier fast passes and just make top tier to be just Galaxy's Edge like they did at uh, Animal Kingdom making just Pandora top tier? No, I don't see that happening. Uh-uh. No. There's, there's so little to do as it is right now. But I, I don't foresee that happening. Well, I guess in theory, Chuck, once this opens, everything's essentially besides the runaway railway, it was just, I guess, it's supposed to open before that. Right. So I guess everything will be open, right? There will be nothing. But who knows what they're going to close out? I mean, let's say close like Indiana Jones or something. I mean, I don't see anything else. Well, I can see that a closing. Couple other things. I mean, the park's 30 years old this year. Not for so nothing, you though. Have... Here's a question. Now that we have this um, land coming, do we really need Star Tours anymore? Uh, yes. Yes. Make that part of it. Absolutely. Well, they can't make it part of it because it's just... Logistically, you can't... Because you... what runs right in the middle of that? Isn't it Muppet Courtyard? Yep. And That's they just basically... redid Muppet Courtyard, so it makes no sense to get rid of Muppets. Yeah, what did they redo? do Muppet Courtyard as, though. Pizza Rizzo, which is... Closed. Operating seasonally. It's actually pretty good. I loved Pizza Rizzo. It's a great place to sit. It's about it. Okay, 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 okay. All you New Yorker, Jersey guys who who have, like, pizza parlors, like, down the street, like, every five feet. I don't have that kind of crap around here. It's pretty darn good pizza. It is good pizza. I'll agree with Kyle, and I live in New York. We live in upstate New York. Uh, Still New York. <laughs> Actually, Western New York. What I what I Still liked about it is it just it, it it just had such a gavonish look to it. A what now? That, that, oh. Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> never mind. I got. Listen, wow. Dave. I, I'm speaking your language, me? Dave. Yeah. Okay, so let me bring this back. Tell me that that couldn't be rethemed. Hey Chuck, I mean, with the amount of money they're spending on Galaxy's Edge, I. Why not? Like, oh, okay, so here's the thing: they can take right. out they can take out Muppets altogether. Then 
that little film that they're doing somewhere else about Star Wars or anything, they can make the Mupp- they can make Muppet Vision into the Star Wars uh, center for um, meet and greets and everything. Or they can make that into the Star Wars waiting room and play the actual movies because you're going to be able to sit through the entire. How many <laughs> movies are we at now? Uh, well, you, uh, you'll be able to sit through all of them basically before you can get mm-hmm. into the land. That yeah. actually wouldn't. It's actually not a bad idea, Chuck. Yeah, you, know, you, don't, you don't show the whole movie, but you show like fifteen minute like chunks of. Movies. They already do that. Well, yeah, there. Dump- they have something like yeah. that already. Dumbo has the uh, little play area. You get a little buzzer, you get a play area. Yeah. And you buzz your thing. How about you get a buzzer, go in there, watch movies. Make, make that a launch bay. Make the museum and the movie theater. For the fathers. Every time That's a terrible idea. I hate this idea. Why do you hate that idea? Because I like the Muppets more than I like Star Wars. Oh, I do, I I do too. I'm just, being, I'm just being practical over here. You know, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but Muppets is n- numbered. It bothers yeah. me to oh, say, yeah. but Muppets days are just numbered. Let's, let's be yeah. realistic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, don't bind on the Henson family. Yes. Well, don't. he died. No, not Jim Henson. No. No, the Henson family no, but... was a bunch of idiots with that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh after he died. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jim Henson, genius. Henson family, not so much. So don't forget that the uh, Runaway Railway will be opening around the same time, too, so I'm sure that'll alleviate some of the crowd. Uh, I'm excited for that more than I am for Star Wars. I am line. too, actually. You watch them. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if those lines are going to intersect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this a line for the runaway railway or to get into Galaxy's Edge? <laughs> well, if you're in the parking lot, you're still waiting for Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> I don't know. There is one thing that Disney's very good at, and that's moving people and the operations and logistics of moving people. You know what, so, though? I'm going to say this. Now, granted, Harry Potter does not have the same mass appeal as Star Wars, considering it's over, uh, considering the age of Star Wars. However, there is a huge following of Harry Potter, and people went ape crap when Universal opened both Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. And they're manageable. You can you can do them. You can get into them. They, they, they are manageable. So we might maybe be making a mountain out of a molehill. This is Disney. They do know how to deal with all this stuff. There might be, uh, you know, there might be some Disney magic to all this. No, I'm pressing the panic button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am. Yeah, at, the at, at the beginning, Dave, of course. At the beginning, of course. We're at DEFCON 1, brother. <laughs> this is going to be well, like... I'm not standing five hours in line for anything. No. no I'm not no, standing I'm not five minutes in line to get into Galaxy's Edge. Because that's just going to be the line to get into Galaxy's Edge. You realize that, of right? Of course. And then you have to wait for the rides. For two, three, four, of nine course. hours. Yeah. Four, five days, nine days. I hate, I hate to say it, but you know what's going to happen? spent in line. People are just going to be uh, abusing the DAS system left and right. Hey, now. And that's what's going to happen. I, I hate to say it, but that's going to be like something like, you know, I have sciatica. I can't wait in lines. Or some BS like that. Well, they still got to wait to go Not in Not the people who have sciatica that... <clears throat> That's that that's BS. I'm not I'm not it's saying gonna that. Be I'm saying that if people are lying about having sciatica. Well they shouldn't be going on roller coaster rides anyways. 
Well, here, well, the way the thing works is you don't go right straight a line. It's, you still get your you get your little stamp, or whatever, and you wait. So I gotta wait nine hours to get on. So if they stamp it, come back four weeks from now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what? C come back Thursday, sir. It's like Tuesday. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll tell you what. The one thing I am looking forward to, guys. Like I don't obviously I don't think I'm going to be there opening day. I am yeah. looking forward to following social media that day. And seeing like just everybody covering it, down live streaming everything. I don't think that the cell towers and the Wi-Fi is going to be able to handle all of the live video that's going to be going out. Um, but it will be entertaining, not to say the least. I agree. I agree. It'll be interesting to see how Disney actually handles it. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah sure they, they always do. So now that we've beaten Star Wars to death, do we want to take five seconds to talk about Mickey's Runaway Railroad? Yes. Oh, railway. Railway? Yeah, runaway Railway. railway. Ah. I'm excited. I mean, it's going to be new technology, a new way of uh, experiencing an attraction in an iconic building. I do wish they didn't get rid of a uh, great movie ride, but... Yeah. Uh, so bad. What? Kyle! It got bad. Okay, it got bad because they stopped putting money into it, or attention, or time, uh, and or maintenance. It took away the cast member's role. Essentially, the guy's just in front going, smiling. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm here still. Yeah, I'm going to run off and be a gangster now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Or a cowboy. Or a cowboy. Depending or a cowboy gangster. You, you know, if it wasn't for that ride, I would not have watched... Three quarter. I probably wouldn't watch any of those movies, and I've actually I had a, got a list of those movies, and I've watched almost every single one of those movies. I think the only one I haven't seen is Alien. Yeah, believe it or not. But I've seen all of those old school, like Casablanca, all the old. They were great, and I would never have even thought about seeing those if it wasn't for that ride. What about the Wizard of Oz? I mean, oh, I have seen that one. Obviously, come on. I did play the Mayor of Munchkin City as like a second grader, I think. So, is there a video of this? I'm Dave. sure there is somewhere. Dave, we need you Maybe to cross into grade. Jersey for a. Uh... Uh, a very important mission. The scary part is Dave has friends in, from my in my hometown, so I wouldn't be surprised if somebody came across a video somewhere. I still remember my lines too. <laughs> well, well, welcome to Munchkin City. As the mayor of Munchkin City <laughs> in the county of. Okay, I'm not gonna do it. But... No, no, let him oh, go. No, 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 hey, let's let Mike. What do you think about uh, <laughs> Runaway Railway? Mike, save me here, please. Uh, I'm just, um, I, I hope they drop in some new technology and uh, make it make it interesting. Um, and I'm counting on it that they will. Um, and I think it's going to be good. That's about all I have on it. Dave, you have uh, been quiet about this one. I'm excited to see what they do as far as... Um... They talked about how it's going to be 3D without needing 3D glasses. Uh, I'm not a fan of the new uh, Mickey cartoon animations. I'm a fan of the stories that they tell. I think the stories are brilliant and hilarious. I just, I, the animation looks cheap to me, and I just kind of wish that we can go back to the uh, Fantasia-like animation. Okay. I, I don't disagree with that. So have we beaten the studios with a dead horse? I think so. I think so. All right. So uh, well, we didn't talk about the fact that it's its 30th anniversary this year, and they're doing some stuff over there. And obviously the name's not changing. 
Oh, that's a they have the new show coming out. Now, is this show going to be on the uh, Chinese theater, or is this going to replace Fantasmic? I don't think that's ever been announced. Oh, okay. The, the artwork looks like it's going to be a projection show on the theater. Is Correct. That part, is that part of the whole now or never thing they got going on? No, that's, that's the promotion. Or and that begs because... to ask the question then, is that going to uh, replace the Star Wars fireworks? Better be. Yeah, they just got That's bad. horrible. Oh. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be uh, where Star Wars is now. Looking at the, the, the drawing of it, it's they, they're showing the, the theater with graphics all around it. Huh. Or what it could be is it could be replacing that uh, Disney movie magic uh, projection show that they have before the fireworks. Possibly. I think the biggest thing coming out of 2019, though, is the new baseline tap house uh, souvenir glass. No, I definitely want to get me one of those. <laughs> That's all I have for that. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I can't Not believe that. Steven didn't like Baseline Tap House. Well, I mean... Well, he is the beer guy. Uh, well, technically, Tim is the well, beer guy. Well, yeah, Tim is the beer guy. What happened now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, whatever. Well, I, that I can do. actually bring me to something, because I'm going down in uh, May to Walt Disney World, and Tim is going to be there, so... One thing I'm looking forward to is finally meeting Tim in the flesh, because I met all... Everybody else in the flesh, except for Tim. So, that's yeah. a big thing for me. I think it. I haven't met Tim or and Pat and Stephen. Those are three. You didn't meet Stephen? No, I have not met Stephen huh. yet. We've talked Stephen. about soccer many a times, but football. You've talked about football with him. football, but yes, yes. I mean, hell, I've even gone on vacation with Mike over here in Hawaii, for God's yeah. sakes. <laughs> and he's not even on the show. So, well, I mean, he is right now. He's on right now. Yeah, but. I'd like to go back there. Hell yeah, Mike. That was amazing. That was a fun trip. It was. I'll travel to Hawaii with you guys any day. So. Yeah, it was nice. You know what else is opening next year that we haven't talked about yet? What's that? That still involves Hollywood Studios. Tangentially. The uh, the Skyliner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring and it on. Give me the seat of lines for that. <laughs> Like the actual tension line or the weight line? No, the weight lines. <laughs> it's gonna listen. Twenty nineteen is either gonna be really awesome or it's gonna be lo- like just headaches for Disney everywhere. Well, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be just... really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be the year of complaints. Year of complaints. Complain about Galaxy's Edge when it opens. Complain about the skyline or how hot it is. Lines for that. Ticket prices. I guess. There's something else. Uh, I think Saratoga is uh, doing a uh, rehab on the rooms. That's a big deal for Saratoga. Yeah. So for Joe. I have my tip coming up later too, by the way. So. Oh, thank God. It wouldn't be a show without the... I don't think Saratoga we're going to have time for it, so we're probably going to cut it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man. <laughs> we, we've been beating... Star Wars land into the ground for the past 20 minutes because there's so much that could potentially happen with that. Um, 
don't know, Dave, what else, what other news do you have? Honestly, the only thing that I can think of, and it's insignificant, is that uh, Magic Kingdom's getting a new dance party. So, I believe all... you mean moving roadblock? Yes, m- moving yes. roadblock, yes. So <laughs> moving roadblock. It's not even it worth mentioning now that they got rid of my Vamos song. So with that said, Vamos. we... Um... Mike, what, Mike, what do you have to add? Let's bring a fresh. I, know, I just think that 2019 is gonna gonna be a, a an interesting year for uh, especially Disney World uh, and Disneyland as when that when these Star Wars places open up, it's just gonna you know, Katie bar the door. It's gonna be crazy. I think for months. Um, other than that, um, yeah, let's meet at the Tap House. So here's we, here's a question. Uh, yeah, let's do that again. And this is I, I know I know I'm living a pipe dream with this one. However, I'm gonna throw it out there. You're really huge fanatical Star Wars people. The first one that's gonna open is gonna be in Disneyland. And if it's gonna be a carbon copy, do you think people are going to flock to Disneyland for yes. the opening? And yes. as a result of that, do you think that Florida might be a bit mitigated. Nope. nope. Okay. Nope. Not at all. If, if I have any kids, I'll be going to California in June. Um, don't we also have the hotel? I think it's opening next year. No, well, no, no, no. But I'm talking about in. Uh, well, so that may be your saving grace, but maybe not. I, I Probably would, not. They've even broken ground on that thing yet. That hotel, I think, is going to be for like uh, I think like 2022 or something like that. I think that's supposed Good to come Lord. out. Like it's supposed so to be like, the fiftieth. Yeah, I'm sure that's when it's going to come out. So, um, when does the changes? When do the changes happen to Illuminations? Is that 19 or 20? 20. No, uh, no, uh, this is sure. Oh yeah. They're having the no, tempor- well, they're, they're having a temporary show, which is all the music of Epcot after Illumination ends, and then the permanent show comes in. I think in twenty, which you know that Illumination ends is gonna suck, right? They'll have this replacement show with all like the music or whatever of like old school Epcot, which is gonna be amazing. We're like, okay, this is, and then they're gonna like get rid of that. And it'll be like double like depression. Double you'll depression. For- <laughs> you'll, you'll forget about it by then. I don't know, man. I tell you, I, I don't know about you guys. I I would tell my wife this. I I will be there the last night of eliminations. I love that show that much right. that I plan on being there the last night. Which so is I really didn't care about, but so when you're when you're watching a new show, you can turn some random kids like boy. When I was, I remember watching Illuminations. This ain't got anything Illuminations. That's right. All right. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Get off my lawn, sir. We're in Epcot. This is mine. Get away from my tree. Kind of looking forward to the uh, Beauty and the Beast sing-along that they're going to create in France. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it will be. Uh, so Epcot Forever will debut in this fall. There you go. Now that I am looking forward to. That's the one. That's the one with the music. Yeah. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. I know, no. Joe. I just called the music I'm, show. I'm just confirming the date. I appreciate that. You're confirming the name for all of our listeners out there. Yeah. Epcot Forever is the uh, thing that's going to be starting in the fall and illuminations reflections of the of earth is going to end its run in the summer of 2019 so for one last time we're going to hear reflections of earth that's part of the show man i love that 
<laughs> so how many of you actually blow when that happens? I do. I do. I do. And I also... I have a magic band that does it that I do that too. I also uh, light the uh, light the torches after you hear... Oh, and our much. dreams begin another thousand circles I'm usually running for the bus. The sun. <laughs> At that point, <laughs> I... Uh, I strike the match and then I throw it and then the flames just automatically come on. I wonder what happens on the nights I'm not in Epcot because I'm not lighting that match, so I don't know how. I don't know if it's actually coming on at that point. You're doing it's a, a guy behind Dave with a fire extinguisher, <laughs> sir. <laughs> we know what you're gonna do. Well, I've seen I've seen illuminations so much that if you ever see me in the park throwing illuminations, I'm standing in the back actually conducting, and. Like I'll like I'll point to all of the pavilions as the lights come on to each of them, and it was just like people people get entertained by me. <laughs> you Dave, you're gonna have a new uh, new choreography to learn. Yeah, exactly. Well, the question is, will Pacinetti see this show? Because he obviously doesn't see any shows at the studio. So, uh, no. Sorry, Pat. Who? What happens first? Pat Gennetti sees any show at the studios, or we all get into Star Wars land. What's this? Uh, what's this? Uh, we're talking about Marino's Ice Blue Gelati. Uh, I don't know what that reference is, but okay. You don't remember the blue ice from Marino? Never mind. I'm showing my age. Joe, help me out that? here. Is that for Breaking Bad? No. The blue ice. I'm 30. It's a great show. Joe, do you remember yep. the blue ice from uh, Marino's with the Italian ices? I do, yes. And I used to get it all over me. Yeah. The yellow cups, yes. Yeah. Is blue this ice, a... I had the watermelon. Yeah, it's good stuff. Is this a New York reference? Maybe. It's a childhood it memory. Be, yeah, yeah. Just... yeah, it's childhood memories. Yeah, sorry. We may have grown up on separate sides of the river, but... I used we Marino shared. ice and I used the word Gavon today in a... Uh... I like the Gavon. It's nice. I say that all the time. My wife's like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, forget it. Oh, forget about it. That's hilarious. Get off my lawn. (laughs) Sorry, I grew up on the West Coast. I grew grew up up on the East Coast, and I still have no idea what they're talking about. I got some some redneck terms, but they're not appropriate for a family show. I don't necessarily think Gavon is appropriate either. No, that's not appropriate either. No. So what is it then? We'll tell you later. Yeah, hold on. Urban we might have to edit this out. Don't Urban Dictionary that. No, actually, actually, it's just it's just a uh, like a freeloader or somebody who just overstated. You know, somebody who's just a presump- an overly presumptuous person. We'll just go with that. Jesus, that's a nice way to put it. Oh, that's true. Gabon. Gabon. <laughs> Kyle, can you please spell that for us? I'm trying to. Uh, uh, it's a. Uh, it is a country uh, in Africa, and nope. the capital city is Liberville? Nope. That is actually a country in Africa. That's not what we're talking about. Well, leave me alone. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Oh, here we go. We need to get this back on the rails a, here. A, a, a small, beautiful country in the west coast of Central Africa. Right. Nope. That's still the country. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Speaking of Italian phrases, did Dave, can I just explain for a second, because this is the first time that I've been on the show, how much I enjoyed uh, Tony singing Dominic the Donkey? That'll actually be talked about in... Um, that was awesome. That was, I'm sorry. That was talked about on uh, Monday's show, actually, which you haven't heard yet, so... 
Nah, that was I I I absolutely love the fact that he's saying Dominic the donkey. And he did it with the accordion too. Yes. So multi-talented that Tony. Can't make a good pasta, but can definitely sing very well. <laughs> Do you have anything else to talk about? The movies. What movies? Disney movies oh, coming Toy out. Oh, Story 4. Oh, yeah. We got I got a list here. Toy Story 4. We got Okay, Captain Marvel, March 8th. Whatever. Eh. Dumbo. I'm actually looking forward to that one. It looks March sad. It looks exactly. sad. Exactly. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one, too, actually. Yeah, March Dumbo, 29th. Live-action Dumbo may, is probably going to be very good. Yeah, I think so. My wife says she won't go to see it. She said it looks too sad. <laughs> I think well, I think it's just a continuation of when Mama goes away, he's going to find him. So it's whatever. Uh, Penguins, April, 20, April 17th. Another Penguins. one. It's a nature one. Oh, okay. Avengers Endgame, April 26th. Whatever. Just for, just for closure. Aladdin, May 24th. Okay. Meh. I want to, I want to say I'm not too, too excited about it. Toy if Story I get free 4. tickets, I'll go. Toy Story 4, June 21st. We had two was enough. Um, Lion King, July 2019. Now that one's going to be tough. <laughs> July 19th, 2019. Yeah. The Lion King. Live so, action Lion King will be it. Yeah. But we have not seen an image of Scar yet. True. True. But we already know what's going to happen. So don't watch it. Well, that's not the issue. It's just when during the the, the stampede, it's heartbreaking. And now it's going to be a live action. Li- God damn it. Now you can see Mufasa die in HD. <laughs> 3D. 3D, whatever. It'll feel like you're there as your heart's ripped out of your chest. <laughs> um, yeah. Artemis Fowl. It kind of looks like a cross between Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and I don't know, but it's got James Duty Gench in it, so it won't be too horrible. Who is that, Kyle? James Duty Gench. Judy Dench. There you go. What did I say? Not that. I think you said Duty. <laughs> I was following you. I think you said James Duty Gench. I've been drinking. Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Frozen 2. And Star Wars Episode 9. I, I mean, do we talk about Frozen 2 at all? No. No. I mean, what what else can you... Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it'll be pretty good, but I'm not... It's like, why ruin it? I mean, it Well, it may not be low. pretty good. It, it could just be Disney trying to ride that cash cow because they didn't anticipate what they had on their hands. But Disney sequels suck. They always do. Uh, Toy Story 3 wasn't bad. No, but I just wish they'd start coming out with new stuff instead of sequels and remakes and live versions. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's just awful. Awful. well so often. Remake everything. Yeah. Like I said, television. I mean, next this year, the only thing original is Captain Marvel and... But that's not original. No. For the movie. That doesn't make it original. I mean, it's an original movie. It's not, it's not a remake of anything. But the, only, the only original, original thing that they have is Penguins. Well, Artemis Fowl, where the hell that is. No, I guarantee you that's a Marvel thing. No, say it's a Marvel thing. Can someone... Can someone look that up? I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh... 
no uh, sign of the live action Mulan re- reboot, which has been pushed back again. Again, yes. Uh, so Artemis Fowl's a whole series of books, like a Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, they were oh, yeah. they were uh, basically middle school type books and everything. When I was teaching uh, language arts to the se- sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, I used to uh, push those books. Yeah, I never read them myself, eight, but eight science fiction fantasy novels written by some dude. I think that the... he was like a, like a burglar or something. If I yeah, the mastermind right. Artemis Fowl, Junior, two. It says two right here. Yeah, but that make, that makes him a junior. It also graphic novels is a lot of them. So mm. basically, it's again Harry Potter and Disney jumping on a. So this will be the first one. I, I guarantee you. I think we'll give that to them as a technicality, but very truthfully, I think the only original thing that they have being released in 2019 is penguins. They've already done penguins, haven't they? No. No. Is it March of the Penguins or somebody else? I think there was someone else, and I don't. Well, therefore, think that... not original. I, I don't think Penguins as the nature documentary is the same as March of the Penguins, Kyle. I don't freaking know. What about Happy Feet? That was not Disney. That. Yeah, but still, it's about penguins, and it was a great <laughs> movie too. I love it. It was a great movie. They're dancing. I mean, how did they learn that? That movie just of... makes me happy. Oh man! So wait, do we have anything else to talk about? Now that we've completely fallen off the rails, Mike, what, what? Let's ask our special guest, Mike. What do you want to talk about? Well, I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, I just want to let you guys know that you know I'm older than most of you or all of you, and uh, I was fortunate enough to live about 30 minutes doorstep to doorstep to Disneyland mm. uh, growing up. And when I was a teenager, we used to be able to get in, and this is before the general admission. This is back in the e-ticket days. We could get in for three twenty-five, so we'd go down there on a Friday night and get in for a three and a quarter and run around the park until it closed. And I can tell you, we had some of the funnest, best times uh, doing that. They'd have um, kind of B groups as far as music, you know, like Pablo Cruz and stuff like that, playing, and we just we just terrorized the park for um, you know ever how long we were there and I did it all on $3 and 25 cents. And, uh, I mean, those were the days today, you know, with paying the money and the crowds and all that, it's, yeah, it's still nice, but, um, we, we just ran the park and it was, it was great. Chase girls did whatever we wanted to do. I think my, my friend was the reason why the, uh, the original, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, the gondolas. I think he was probably the reason why they stopped running them at Disneyland. He would oh, the uh, sky tr- the sky buckets. Yeah, we'd that. get up in the air and he'd kick the door open and hang out and and yep. act like he was going to jump. That'll do that. And, oh boy! So, <laughs> so he's a reason for ticket price increases. And we'd get to the we'd get to the end and we'd have to run out of the terminal because they're looking for us. Mike's so, confessing to like felonies from like 30 years ago <laughs> on our show. So uh, this, is, you know, this is mid-70s, guys. So That's when felonies were really a thing. <laughs> yeah, things things were a lot easier. But 
So I've been I've, I've been you know going to Disney for a long time. Disney World since early 2000s, I guess. Um, and obviously my wife uh, enjoys it, and I just kind of tag along and I've met all you great people and and enjoy it. I didn't I didn't re up my annual pass this year because uh, I don't have the time from work and we're moving uh, to the other side of the city in May. So my uh, free time's pretty much taken up this year. I will be out there in April though. But, uh, oh, for the dark side. Yeah. I'll see you there. Yep, be there. But no, I you know, I just really would like to see Disney come out with new stuff. I mean, you know, you can Yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff that they're, you know, sequels and remakes and what have you that are they're lined up, but uh, I I just want new stuff. Maybe it's just me being old. See, Mike's all for the recycling of bottles and cans, but not of attractions and movies. He wants some new of that. <laughs> well, let's use some creativity. I agree with Mike. Yeah. And now, what that new is, I don't know. Uh, if we knew that, then you could, you'd be rich and famous. This is true. We've given Disney a lot of ideas on this show. I don't yeah. know they, they've not taken us up true. on any of them, but... Well, if they need any ideas or help with the operations and logistics planning, I'm I'll work for a nominal fee. Do 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 do. You thought it through pretty good. Now I'm watching videos of cats on the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to say a nominal again. Our show. <laughs> oh, that's silly cat. All right, and now since we're definitely going off the rails, let's go around the table and tell everybody where we can be found on the various uh, social medias that uh, adorn the internet. <laughs> Michael, where can you be found? Well, I really, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook, just Mike Mike Porter. I don't have, uh, I do have a Twitter. I don't even talk, can't even tell you what my handle is. Um, so I'm just kind of out there lurking. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot going on. All right. Well, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Figments Reality. I hardly ever check my Twitter anyway, so just hit me up on Instagram. Chuck, where are you? I'm watching these cat videos. Okay, so you'll, oh, we'll come back to you. Joe, where are you? Uh, I'll let Chuck finish. So this cat, it got trapped in a tape box and lifted oh, it up with his mouth. And move the tape. It was just tape on the floor. Amazing. Chuck, it's fake news. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat or any cat video that you could find. Kyle, where are I'll you? Be there. Uh, same. No. Um. Uh. My. Well, my Instagram. Uh. Dispy. That's it. And Turkey Leg Zero One. All right, and Joseph, I'd like you to take hey. us out by first giving us your Saratoga Joe tip of the day, then tell us where you could be found on the various interwebs, and tell everybody else where we can find the Mickey Dudes. Oh, see, I don't know the last part of that question. I always get that wrong. But cue the music for Saratoga Joe. I don't have any, and I'm editing, so there's going to be uh, okay. It's just going to be right. the uh, Monsters Inc. loop. 
Okay, so um, today's best bet with Saratoga Joe. It's plain and simple, um, and it's uh, if you're staying over at the Treehouse Villas, if you plan on using Walt Disney World transportation system, just be aware that uh, the Treehouse Villas are part of Saratoga Springs. However, you need to transfer buses from the Treehouse Villas to the main property of Saratoga to then go to a park. So if you're traveling with strollers or you have no patience, renting a car might be a better idea for you if you're staying at the Treehouse Villas. My brother and sister-in-law stayed there a few years ago, and it was a nightmare. Um, them using Disney transportation uh, to go back and forth to the to and from the parks. So today's best bet, a tip is if you're staying at the Treehouse Villas, look into if you can afford and if it goes into your plans, um, look into possibly renting a car uh, during your stay. Uh, as for me, you can find me at the resortloop.com DVC roundtable and also on Twitter at JoeQuat. Uh, please go ahead and follow me because uh, I think I'm up to 39 followers. I had a couple hundred at one time, so if you're all out there, go ahead and refollow me. Uh, well, yeah, I had a problem with my thing. I had to redo my account, so everybody went away. Uh, and then you can also find the Mickey Dudes at the Mickey Dudes on Twitter. And is it the Mickey Dudes Pod on uh, Mickey Dudes Podcast? Podcast. Yeah, I got that wrong last time, too. On uh, Instagram, uh, we're, on, we're on Facebook too, right? I'm not on Facebook anymore, but uh, just type in Mickey Dude, you'll find us all there. And we usually will tweet out uh, everybody else's handle who's on the show as well. So give us a follow over there. How's that, Dave? That was excellent. And with that, thanks, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, have a magical new year. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon